Oh, yeah, I'm excited. Okay, I'm excited. I'm excited. So yesterday, someone asked the question, what am I believing God for? Um, and so that question was such a great question because it made me think like I had to think really hard. So I'm excited today, y'all, because we're going to talk about some good stuff. So get a little comfy for a second and I'm going to be right back because, you know, I got to tie it into a scripture. One second. Okay, so this is coming from uh, John chapter 11. Just start at verse one because this is a really good story. So this is um, this story is about Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead. Okay, so get comfy because we about to get into it. Okay, okay. So I'm gonna start at verse four. All right. So basically, Jesus got the news that Lazarus was sick. All right. I'm gonna just start with that context. So when he heard when he heard this, Jesus said, "This sickness will not end end in death. No." It is for God's glory so that God's son may be glorified through it. Now, Jesus loves, Mar he loved Martha and he also loved Mary and he also loved Lazarus. So when he heard that Lazarus was sick, he stayed where he was for two more days. Now, why? Why, Jesus? Why would you stay where you were for two more days when you knew that Lazarus was sick and everybody was in an uproar? So it's just like when people call the family in because somebody didn't got sick and they're in the hospital, everybody get the phone call. Everybody need to know because everybody is like in an uproar about them being sick. So imagine your close family member being sick. And you call their mama or somebody that's close to them and they'd be like, OK, all right, well, I'll be there in a few days versus coming up to the hospital right right away. OK, so Jesus told his disciples, let's go back to Judea. All right. We're going to go back to Judea because he knew that Lazarus was sick. So I'm going to start it. So we at verse 11. After he had said this, he went on to tell them our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep. But I am going there to wake him up. His disciples replied. They were confused. They were like, well, Lord, if he sleep, he'll get some rest and then he'll wake up. Like, why do we need to go? So Jesus was talking about death. When he said he was asleep, Jesus was talking about death. But the disciples, it went over their head, over their head, y'all. So Jesus, Jesus had to say to them, like, straight up, like, Lazarus is dead. Okay, he's dead. He's dead. All right. And for your sake. I am glad that I was not there so that you may believe, but let us go to him. So basically what God was saying is, I'm so glad that this happened because <laughs> I'm about to show y'all something today. I'm about to show y'all. And, and obviously y'all need a little bit more faith in me. So that's where we are. I'm at, I'm at verse, uh, I'm at verse 14. Okay. All right. We're going to skip down to verse 21. So here's Martha right here. Lord. Martha said to Jesus, if you'd been here, my brother wouldn't have died. First of all, who do you think you are? You're going to come to me and tell me if I had been where I should have been, he wouldn't have died. Okay, Martha. And then Jesus said, um, well, then Martha said, but I know that even now God will give you whatever you ask. So now she tries to, you know, change it up. Jesus said to her, your brother will, will rise again, Martha. Okay. And then Martha answered, I know he'll rise again, you know, in the resurrection on the last day. So basically Jesus is telling her he's going to, he's going to rise again. I, he's going to, I, I'm, he's going to wake up. But Martha is only thinking about the resurrection of him. She's, she thinks that he is dead and that's the end of it. So that's where we are. Okay. So go down with me to verse 25. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Okay. I am that. I'm that guy. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. 
And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? That's what he asked her. Do you believe this? Do you believe I am who I am? And she replied, yes, Lord. I believe that you are the Messiah, the son of God, who is to, who is to come into the world. All right. So this is where it gets good. Okay. So she said she believed him. She said she believed that he is who he is. And that's just like us who say like, oh, I got faith. I believe God's going to do what he said he going to do. Like we, we all say that out our mouth. But do we really believe that? Do we really believe that? So let's let's go a little bit. Okay, further. so we're gonna skip down to verse thirty four, and and Jesus like, where where did y'all lay him? Where did y'all lay him? Take me where you laid him at. So we now at thirty eight. Jesus once more deeply moved, came to the tomb. It was a cave with a stone laid across the entrance. Take away the stone, he said. Here go Martha once again. But Lord, this this is this is what she's saying. But Lord. By this time, there's a bad odor. He's been in there for four days. Okay. But she believed that God, is, that Jesus is who he is. Okay. Then Jesus said, did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? Did I not just say that? And then I asked you and you said, you believe me. So you believe me or not? Like what we doing? Because I mean, I said it and you said you believe me, but what we doing? Because it doesn't seem like you believe what I said. Ain't nothing worse than somebody who you done told them what you're going to do. And then they keep questioning you. Now, you what more you want me to say? I, Jesus is very patient because I would have been like, I mean, what? Bye. You know, I got it. You just go ahead. Okay. Yeah, let me tell you how good God is. Because sometimes he don't even do things you know, sometimes he just does stuff just so that we can see, so that we can be reminded of, of who he is and the glory of God. He just, he wants, he wants God to get the glory. So he does it for us. So he, they took away the stone. I'm at verse 41. So they removed the stone. Jesus looked up and said, father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I said, this is for the benefit of the people. Okay, these people back here who don't believe it standing here that they may believe that you sent me, God, that you may that they may believe that you sent me. When he said this, Jesus called in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out, come out, Lazarus. The dead man came out, his hands and feet wrapped with strips of linen and cloth around his face. Jesus said to, him, to them, take off the grave clothes and let him go. Okay. So going back to the question of what am I believing God for? First of all, we can't sit up here and say like, God, I know you're going to do this for me. God, I know you're going to make a way. And then we still continue to have the feeling of doubt in our hearts, right? Going back to manifesting, if you're saying out your mouth that I believe that God is going to allow me to see an increase in my finances by the end of this year, but your heart is coming up with all the reasons why that it's not going to happen and how impossible it is, you are not believing God to do that thing. You're not believing God. You're not believing that he's going to do it for you. So this is a really good, this is a really good chapter and a really good story to go back to when you want, when your faith is a little shaky. When, when you kind of like on, you kind of like, I don't really see the way out. I don't know how this is about to happen. Go back to this story 
because this is a good way. This is a good example of God saying, I've already told you, my child, that I'm going to do what it is that you need me to do. I'm already going to do your prayers are already answered. It is already done. But if you don't believe me, my child, if you don't have faith in me, <laughs> how, I am who I am. I am. I am that person. I am that guy. Okay. I am that guy. I am the guy who raises some, raises, raises people from the dead. Okay. I did that thing after him, after him being in the tomb for four days, a man got out, walked. Okay. What odor? What odor? So like, I, so what I'm doing now is I'm checking my heart posture. I'm making sure that whatever I'm believing God for in the next quarter, because I'm believing God to do some some radical things. My this season for me is opening open door season, open door season, <laughs> doors opening, 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 opening. So while I'm believing God to do that, I'm making room for God to do what he need to do. If I keep putting doubt in the midst of what he's going to do is it's, it's crowded. God can't work in that type of environment. I can't cook in a messy kitchen. I don't cook that much anyway, but. I can't cook in a messy kitchen. I don't care if I'm boiling noodles. My kitchen got to be clean. And that's the way I see God. I, I see God saying, I can't work in this mess. I can't work with this. I can't work when you when you have doubt of me. Okay, well, let me be clear. God can turn around any messy situation. He just needs your heart to be clear of the fear and of the doubt. So anyway, I hope this blessed you because it's so it blessed me. Have a good day, y'all. Bye.